welcome to Milano's Wig Podcast. We're your hosts, Gia and Judy, and we're here to take you on your wig-wearing journey and answer any questions you may have along the way. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this special episode. We're already on episode eight, and we're so excited. Today on the show, Judy and I are so happy to be hosting alopecia fashionista, Natalie. So, Natalie, thank you so much for being on the show, and we're so excited. Yeah, I'm super excited to be invited on here and talk about hair because I'm always talking about hair on my Instagram account and just kind of share my story. Absolutely. So, let's jump right in. Can you tell us about, you know, your whole story and your hair loss journey before you found Milano? Yeah, so... I kind of started having hair loss probably around the age 11, and so I was in elementary school. It's such a young age to start having hair loss, and I was so young, I didn't even really know what was going on, and I've seen several doctors throughout the years, and surprisingly, none of them ever, like, asked about my hair. We would ask about it, and they just never, like, oh, maybe you have alopecia. So I just kept going on. um, And around high school, that's when girls start, um, want you know, you want to look good and blend in. And that's when my hair loss was really noticeable. Um, I always had short, really curly hair and thin, of course. And I was just super self-conscious. And then probably towards the end of my high school, I also got diagnosed with Hashimoto's, and that kind of contributes to um, hair loss as well. But probably when I started looking into hair and accidentally stumbled upon the hair loss community was probably after my first year of high school, probably due to the new environment, extra stress, my scalp started showing her. I couldn't really hide it. I would spend hours trying to fluff up my hair cover my scalp and all that and I just felt like I can't be the only one dealing with like hair loss and dealing with thin hair because I would look around and all these girls in college would just have amazing long super silky hair and I just kind of started going through hashtags of like thin hair hair solutions and Milano came up and um, also, some girls in the hair loss community came up, and I didn't know what a topper was. I didn't know there was wigs for girls that have hair loss. I've never looked into alternative hair, and these girls really looked amazing. I couldn't believe the transformation these girls had from having thin hair to luxurious hair, and I just started looking into it and stumbled upon Milano. and. Probably I've dealt with bullying for so many years. It's been 10 years now, so I'm 20 in college, mm-hmm. my second year. And I I was just ready to try hair. I know it can be scary and all that. People are nervous, but after 10 years of having no hair, I was just so excited to put anything on. So I went to Milano as soon as possible. I wanted to get a wig or a topper for my 20th birthday so uh-huh. my mom and I went to Milano and Judy was there she's amazing and made me feel super confident she told me you know all the options and what would work for me and I wasn't expecting to come out with hair that day 
I ended up having a topper. I thought I was just going to try on all these pieces, and I was just so happy, and I just wanted to share my journey because I know there's a lot of young girls um, like me that are feel alone, and I just had such an amazing experience. I wanted to continue sharing my story. Well, I love wow, that's story. really beautiful. Yeah. Now, let me ask. I have a, oh, go ahead. David. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we both are, like, so excited. Yeah. yeah. I just had a question for you, Natalie. So, I mean, it's amazing yeah. that you've been going for this for the last decade. How, like, how did you connect with the hair loss community? Like, you were like, wait a minute, I'm not alone. So you went on Instagram and started finding us and other people in the community through hashtags. Like, how did that make you feel, like, finding the, a whole world online? just to know that they're going through the same things you're going. I was so relieved. I was like, you know, it's like finally this answer or this mystery. And it's so cool because all these girls are sharing tips and I didn't realize there's so many types and I didn't know what a topper was. And they kind of like share um, their daily life. And it just felt like I could relate and they go through the same emotions that someone else does having hair loss and everyone's at a different stage. So there's people that just joined and there's people that have been sharing their journey for years. And what's really cool is that everyone's really open. And I actually found a girl that looks about the same age as me and I probably sent her at least 20 questions and she was super nice and answered back and another girl as well. Um, but yeah, and now we're friends and we keep talking and it's a pretty tight community of girls, but mm-hmm. it's pretty big at the same time. Wow. That's so empowering. I love it. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And I think that, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing how you, you know, so open to share. And I guess the whole, the whole community is because at the end of the day, when you know you're just not an island to yourself and there's other people experiencing the same, same thing, you kind of resonate with that. And, and it also brings, I think it helps in terms of bringing to a better place where this is not so unique. It's, you know, it's more common than so many people think. Um, and I think that just the whole experience, like I remember when you came in and it was just, I remember, I remember seeing, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. And it's like, I, if there was something I could, and I, I was like, I need to fix her. I need to fix her. I need her to make her be- even more beautiful than she is because I think that we identify so much with our hair and it's like, we stop looking at all the good things that we have about us. And I don't know, I just felt with you, I saw a transformation because the second it clicked that you can be like the most beautiful person with the most beautiful hair, like it kind of, I feel like took a weight off your shoulder. Did you feel that way when everything like just like clicked in? Yeah, I, once I got my topper, my very first topper, I just felt um, like how I always pictured myself. But, you know, on the outside with people seeing me with thin hair, that's not how I see myself because I put a lot of effort into eating healthy and working out. And then just um, having this thin hair, just I just didn't feel like reflected on who I was. And then once I had this topper, you know, it was the same color as my bio hair. And it was kind of like how my hair was before it started falling out because when I was really young, I had um, long, wavy, brown hair, really thick, and it was just nice to have it back to it honestly felt like mine, and the more that I wear my poppers and wigs, when I look at myself in the mirror, I feel like more like me when I see myself with my hair on. Wow, I love that. So beautiful. 
that's amazing. Like we take our hair for granted sometimes, you know, but it, it really is a part of our identity. Yeah, it is. And I think what's so nice, and for people who haven't followed you, it's Alopecia Fashionista. I think what's so amazing is how light you make of the situation, how beautiful you make it, where you make it look like it's, and it's so much fun. Because once you get past where, you know, if I'm going to do it, I might as well have fun with it. Um, You know, just the way you portray it, like on your Instagram, it's just like you're having fun with hair, which is what it should be. And it should be a fun experience as opposed to like something that, you know, that, you know, a forced experience. Yeah, and I just, you know, I had my fair share of meltdowns and being upset about my hair loss. It's been 10 years, but I I guess finally something clicked with having options, and we're really lucky right now that there's all these new things coming out and just so many different choices that you can go about your hair loss, and um after just 10 years, I finally accepted it. And I think once you finally kind of accept what's going on, but don't let it define you. And you have to really work on building your own confidence. And that takes a really long time. And I always remind my followers and people that ask me how I deal with it. You know, I tell them, you know, I was in your same shoes. It takes time. Some people can get over it and be fine in months. Sometimes it takes years. For me, it took 10 years, but now I'm just kind of making the best of it. And I always kind of describe people, it's like dressed up now. I can look how I want, have the hairdo I want, but any color and length, and I'm just kind of having fun with it. Love that. That's amazing. I have a question, Natalie. So, yeah, know, for, all the, for all the girls that they are going through this journey and they might be, you know, like you said, it could take years. And where where are some places that they can go for support online that you happen to feel that they you, they embrace you and welcome you with open arms for people that are struggling with this and haven't really joined the community? Is there any advice for girls out there? Yeah, so there's a lot of girls. Um, some have their own YouTube channel. I would just start off by, you know, making a hair account some, or your normal account some girls aren't ready to share their journey and they just kind of want to test what's out there and see what the girls are doing. So they'll make a separate account so they can follow all these girls, like a private account, and you can see girls, what are they doing for work, for going to school. Um, They all share their hair loss journey. So there's usually all the girls make a video. Uh, YouTube has that as well. And then I also created my own hashtag called um, hashtag my TR movement. It's um, on my bio as well. And I encourage all the girls um, that are open to sharing their journey or tips or just feeling confident to use that hashtag on their post. So it's this whole community of girls using that hashtag. And it's just like a one click and you can just see all the people sharing their journey or how they conquer a conflict with hair or their first post wearing hair. And it kind of, that kind of helps bring new people to the community that can see other girls that are on there kind of like one place. But once you start following us, we just kind of keep coming up. That's beautiful. So it's like the hashtag is just a way to basically find people that you maybe weren't connecting with before through the explore page. Yeah. That's so smart. I love that. We'll definitely follow that as well and support your movement. Mm-hmm. Thank so you. I have one other question for you. So, so you basically, you know, you finally got the courage to come to Milano. So what, like, what are some of the things that you would 
want to tell new Wager Topper wearers that you had to kind of learn the hard way through your whole journey? Is there something that you would want to give for a sense of advice? Um, sometimes I know it could be a little scary for people trying to pick their first piece. And I was really lucky that I can drive to Milano. It is a longer drive, but I'm able to go there and not do the whole online. So a lot of girls that have to do an online purchase because there's no um, Milano location towards them, I say, you know, you can always go to a local wig store. You don't have to purchase anything there, but try lace top, try silk top, try different lengths and colors and see what you like or get used to seeing yourself with the wig. So then when you decide to purchase a Milano or whatever you want, when it comes in, it's not this shock or this huge change, and you kind of had an idea of what you like and don't like. I also would reach out to girls as well and kind of see what they like as well or what they prefer. Um, I would tell them to a lot of beginners kind of like the silk top just because they're more durable and they want something that they don't have to worry about the knot. Um, but then there's girls that really want something flat and just have a really natural hairline or a part, and I tell them maybe a lace. It's, I just tell girls, you know, what's the most important look that you're going for because everything's so different. Right, and they definitely have their pros and cons as well. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And some people don't know if they're they're ashy, they like warm. So that's like also something to consider. Oh, absolutely. It's amazing how well-versed you are in this. Like I would think that you've been doing this for years. So, you know, you kind of, (laughs) when you get into the world, like you get deep into it. So like even like the, you know, the terms that you're using that it's like, you know, it's amazing how you well, you really um, immersed yourself into that world. And that's the way to do it because the more educated you are, the better decision you're going to make. Yeah, and I learned a lot just being on the hair community, and a lot of girls make short explanation videos or how to read colors, or I just kind of watch them throughout my day, even if I'm just going through my own feed, and I learn a lot. I still learn a lot every day. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you one question, Natalie. So what do you prefer, uh, our Milano wig or Milano topper, or do you have no preference? I... The Milano topper is my favorite go-to topper, like, overall, and I got the Milano topper, but just because of my hair got a little thinner on the top, and it was just harder for me to blend, I started Mm -hmm. wearing my topper more towards the front of my hairline, but my hair is so short and frizzy and curly, I didn't want to apply heat to my topper, I mean, sorry, to my hair to blend Mm -hmm. in with my topper, so I was like, I'll just do a wig. I just throw out my hair um, because my hair was getting so brittle and it was breaking at the end just because of the past of me, like, trying to be blonde. I don't know why I would do that, put color on my own hair before I realized wigs were a thing and poppers. But so I just decided I'm going to do a wig and I can be any color, any length, and just throw my hair up and not worry about blending and matching and all that. And now I wear long blonde wigs and I'm having fun with that right now yeah I love that blonde for summer, I have a question yeah. <laughs> um yeah how does it work and I'm sure a lot of girls have this question because they ask me this all the time so I would love for you to share how is it dating with a with a wig 
Yeah, so I'm just really lucky. My boyfriend, um, I met him before I started wearing hair. I feel like it was about a year of dating. And he saw me kind of starting to get more upset when my hair started falling out more. And he was never, like, fixated on my hair. You'd be really surprised that a lot of guys are looking at your scalp 24-7. I know that might be weird, (laughs) but they don't. They don't care. They really don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. And he was really supportive. I kind of showed him some of these videos and these girls wearing these toppers, like these transformations. And he was like, wow, that's amazing. And I told him I'd be interested in trying it. And he totally supported me and even offered to go with me to Milan my first time, but my mom actually um, came with me, and that was really fun. But dating-wise, um, I know if you, maybe you're going in, like, wearing hair and then meeting someone new and trying to tell them, like, you're wearing hair and stuff, I just tell girls if, you know, it doesn't work out or he questions it in the beginning, then, you know, at least you know that he's not the one because life is messy, messy and if they can't get over alternative hair, then there's probably other things. So take it as a red flag. But there's a lot of girls in the hair loss community that share their dating stories. And um, they're like, oh, I'm going on a date, my first date, wearing this wig. And I'm so excited. And they share. And it's kind of nice that um, there's girls sharing that journey. I love that. Yeah, I totally agree. If he can't handle the hair, then there's way more to come. So it's a sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think what's amazing is your mom, actually. I remember your mom came in, and she was there to help you, and she ended up walking out with something. (laughs) Yeah. My mom also has alopecia, so having that support group and also having someone to talk to whenever and be really close with was nice. And we, you know, going wig shopping together is something that's super fun and I look forward to and we can bond over. And we both have divine wigs from Milano and we love them. So, yeah, it was really fun. That's awesome. Wow. I love that. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, I can say one thing. You definitely are an inspiration um, to so many girls and even women who are experiencing um, hair loss that are really trying to come to terms with it. So even your story and just your journey really is an inspiration to so many people out there. I mean, we, you know, just the people that I speak to, they look at you as like, you know, a, a woman of courage and um, just you know, really the way you're just, you know, you're open about it, but also you make light of it and you make it fun, which at the end of the day, we just want to be happy and have fun. And you really do it in such an amazing way. And it's authentic. It's real. And that's what I think people are gravitated and they're drawn to you because it's just a beautiful story. And, you know, you can tell that, you, you know, these things are transparent and it's it's just, it's fresh. And it's just, I don't know. I love it. I really do. And I, I try to, you know, when people are going through a hard time, I always tell them, I do send people, I'm like, go reach out to her. I promise you she'll be amazing. <laughs> and you're not the only one. And you have to hear it from her because, you know, what you're thinking is the worst thing in the world, you'll see that, you know, there's, you can really have fun with it, like the way you're having fun with it. So it's really uh, beautiful. Yeah. And I always like to try to, I get DMs and always try to write something back really personal, take my time. I also sometimes send a voice message because I'm better with my voice than words typing. And there's a lot of 
people that reached out to me, they have all sorts of questions, whether it's like, what wig is this in this picture? I love it. Or I'm dealing with this and tried this. How are you dealing with it? And I get all sorts of questions, but I try my best to answer. And I've connected with so many different people around the world, which is pretty amazing as well. Wow, that's beautiful. So I guess I'll close with this last question, Natalie. So obviously you've been gaining momentum in the community and you're gaining a followership and a voice and platform. What's really next for you as is what is your mission with Fashionista Alopecia Instagram and the community at large? So that is a really good question. I'm gonna continue my Instagram account and continue posting on my YouTube channel as well. I think for me, starting this Instagram account has really showed me, you know, what my niche is and what I like and connecting with women because before I was a computer science major at my school and I just wasn't super happy or super into it. And I got into this and realized that I have, I really like business marketing and being able to market myself and share my journey and be real. And I gained a pretty quick following for the past couple months and I haven't even been doing this for a year and so I switched my major and I was telling my mom about a couple of days ago that you know hopefully I can do business marketing something in the hair industry in the future or I think it's really cool that I wear wigs so if I worked for a company that does wigs I'm, not, I'm also a person that wears them and can connect with people emotionally and just kind of relate to them. Yeah I love that. I think you're going to be so successful and it's like it's so genuine and real so what better way to marry your passion. I love it. Yeah thank you. Okay, well, I want to thank everyone so much for listening. It's been such a pleasure, Natalie. And can you share your handles where the audience listeners can find you and connect with you off of our podcast? Yeah, so my Instagram user is Alpecia Fashionista. Uh, my YouTube channel is also the exact same username, Alpecia Fashionista. And um, you guys can send me a DM, any question, hair-related or anything else. And I get back to you guys probably about, I try two days, and I pretty much answer everyone on my Instagram. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Natalie. We really appreciate you coming on and talking about your hair journey. Yeah, Yeah, it was an honor and, you know, anything for you guys, and especially Judy, for starting my hair journey and making me feel, have an amazing experience because I know it can be really stressful and scary for the first time. Right. Thank you. I mean, I would say thank thank you you for the opportunity. I was like, (laughs) I wish you could see. I just want to give you a hug right now. (laughs) You'll probably see me sometime. Good. Yes, please. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you. Have a good night and stay safe. You guys too. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.